Hi, uh, my name is Justin Greider. Um, this is my wife, Gary Lynn. Um, and I would ask you to bear with us this morning. Um, so it's not an easy um, story to share. It has a good ending. But it's rough getting there. Yeah. Um, so we've been in Shelbyville for uh, about four and a half years now, I guess, um, since 2015, late 2015. Um, we've been members here at Christ Community Church almost from the time we moved into the house, um, since we've been in the, in the area. Um, we were, uh, before that, in Somerset, Kentucky, um, and the church we attended, we attended with um, Caitlin's grandmother, Miss um, Rosemary, and her husband, uh, Brother Dave, that, um, and those were dear, dear friends of ours, people that, that we respected um, and, and looked up to. And so when the time come for us to move um, to Shelbyville, um, there really wasn't a choice as to where we were going to go. Um, and when, we, when it came time to, for us to find a church, um, I did listen to podcasts and, and those things from Blake for a little while to just to make sure, um, but this was where we belonged. Um, so I fast forward a little bit, and uh, we, I guess it was 2018? Yes, so we, have two, we had two boys, um, Elijah Sorry, and yes. Lucas, and we had, we had a miscarriage in between them, an early one. And, you know, so we'd had that loss already, but we had decided after Lucas, we were done. Like, that's our family, we're complete, and we're moving somewhere new, so we just, you know, everything's going to be great. And so, 2018, I had had some issues, some medical issues, and so we had kind of, like, gotten those fixed, and um, we wanted to get away for the weekend. So, um, President's Day, 2018, we took the kids to my mom, and we went down Mount Eden Road, and I'm a teacher, so I was grading tests. And I started to feel car sick. And I was like, that's really weird, because I don't get car sick ever. And so we did a few more things that day. And we came home. I was like, you know what? Let me just let me go take a pregnancy test. You know, I'm, I'm sure it's negative. Let's just get that out of the way, make sure. So when I came out of the bathroom, the look on my face apparently just thought I was playing a joke on him. And I was not. Um, it was positive. And I freaked out. Like you would have thought I was probably like a, an 18-year-old girl who had no family or anything. I mean, it was rough. I was like, what are we going to do? We have to pay for childcare now. I don't have enough days to take off work. It's going to be really bad. And I mean, I was bawling and, and not in a good way. I, like, this was unexpected and I, I didn't think it was what I needed at the time. And so it probably took me, what, a month to come to terms with it. Um, and then we found out that we were having a girl. And after two boys, you can imagine, I was like, oh, yay. Now we get bows, I finger polish, we can go get manicures, we can watch Frozen together, and nobody's going to yell at me. It's going to be great. And um, I, was, I got excited. I was really excited. So um, around the last few weeks of school, while I was teaching in May, um, I talked with Amanda Atkins. Um, but I started feeling pain, 
And she was like, you, you need to go to the doctor. You need to call the doctor. I said, no, it's fine. It's fine. So I called the doctor that Monday, and they were like, take a Tylenol, put your feet up, you know, drink some water. If it gets worse, you know, call us back. So they ended up calling me back, and I was like, well, it's, you know, it's still there a little bit, but it's, it's not bad. And they're like, well, we come on in to the hospital. So we did, and they didn't try anything because by then all my symptoms had disappeared. So they were like, you know, just go on home, rest, don't do too much. And then as the week went on, the symptoms started coming back and getting worse. So Thursday, I think it was, we found ourselves in the doctor's office, and uh, with an ultrasound tech, and I was naive and thought, you know, things are, you know, it's still fine, things are good. And she checked the baby, and the baby was fine, and she was very happy, you know, she was talkative, and, you know, the ultrasound tech, and then she started checking other things, and she got really quiet. And when she left the room, Justin said, that's not a good sign. And I was like, oh, no, you know, it's her job, that's what she does. So we got into the doctor's office, and she was like, well, you know, things aren't good. You need to go to the hospital. Um, we're going to do a procedure tomorrow, and everything will be fine. And so we're like, okay. So we go to the hospital, and I'm, st I'm still thinking, you know, it, it's not going to be, you know, there's no big deal. And I remember Kenny had came that night around 8 o'clock and talked to us, and we were eating Chick-fil-A, and I was watching two weeks' notice, and I'll never watch that again, and I'll tell you why in a second. But... Um, you know, like we were fine, everything was fine. And then the pain came back. And so the nurse came in and I was like, you know, I'm having these pains like every couple of minutes. And at that time I was 18 and a half weeks pregnant. And so she's like, well, we'll give you a Tylenol. And so she gave me a Tylenol and she came back and I was like, that, that didn't work. She's like, we'll give you ibuprofen and a sleeping pill and you'll just rest and it'll be fine. And they started coming closer and closer together. And I was like, that's not working either. And so by that time, Justin went to get the doctor, and when she came in, she was, she said, "I'm sorry, you know, it's it's not, it's not going to work." Um, she, I can feel her, so she's coming through. And so at 18 and a half weeks, um, I delivered our baby girl. Her name was Olivia Grace, and she was beautiful. She looked just like a baby. I mean, you you can't tell me abortion's okay ever. Because when I looked at her, like all the love, it just came pouring out. And it was just, she was beautifully formed. And so we went through, you know, that night at the hospital. We went home the next day, but just feeling really empty and just numb and, and not knowing what to do. Like I didn't know what to do. And so it got to a point where we were just sitting on the couch and I looked at Justin and I said, do you feel God? in any of this. I wasn't mad at God. I just couldn't feel him at all. And he said, do you remember what you said? Yeah, so um, I think I said, no. Um, do, I, do I feel God in any of this? No, it's, it's but, um, but I know that he's there. So, probably I guess nine years ago, nine years before, you know, nine years ago, roughly, um, uh, I worked um, in a little room by myself all day long for eight hours a day, um, and I spent my time while working occupied listening to podcasts and sermons and, and things like that, and um, one of the most impactful sermons that I've ever heard, I listened to at that time, um, and the, it was done at a, a conference for church leaders, and the idea behind it was to, to encourage church leaders that when 
When they feel like God has given them a vision and, and they've cast that vision, but yet they're struggling through it or, or things are not going quite like they think or they perceive that it should be, um, that God is still there. Right? God has given you the vision. He's going to help you see through it and walk through it. And at the time, I really couldn't figure out why that resonated so hard with me. Um, and it wouldn't be an exaggeration to say that I've probably listened to that sermon 50 to 100 times, uh, constantly, weeks at a time. Um, and even after kind of, I had moved on from that season. Um, and I guess I think the reason it resonated with me was the guy that, the, that, that had done the sermon um, has, his father had just recently passed away. And around that time, my dad was, it had been less than a year since my dad had passed away. Um, and I, I kind of felt like at that time that, that that was what was pushing me and drawing me in. Um, but as I look back on it at this point, I feel like God was preparing me um, for this situation long before we ever thought about or dreamed about it could, could happen. Um, and so while I could sit there and I, I couldn't say, yeah, I feel God in this. I, I know that it, but I could say without a shadow of a doubt that I knew he was there, um, that I believed in what he was doing. And, and I felt like for so much, so many times, um, we focus on the immediacy of what's going on when we find ourselves in a situation. Um, and we don't look at and don't think about the long term uh, or the whole picture of, of what's going on and, and how God is using this and molding the situation. Um, and the fact that he's there um, regardless of of kind of where we find ourselves and, and maybe what we feel about the situation. Um, and it was, this was, it was true in this situation, too, because it wasn't a few days later, um, people started showing up. Um, you guys sent, some, sent a group to, to do some Love Shelbyville stuff at our house and, and clean up outside. You provided meals. We had family and friends that, that helped and took care of the boys so we could have that time to grieve um, and spend time with each other. So... Um, no, while we didn't feel God in it instantly, um, it was coming, and you could tell um, that God was faithful through the process. And he's very humble, but, I mean, he, he was my rock through that first week. I mean, he got me out of the house. Uh, we did things together. He cried with me. He grieved with me. But I could tell that through our marriage, like, he had gotten stronger in his belief in God as well, and that really helped me out through that first week because that was really difficult. And then people started showing up, and that's when I realized, okay, that, that's God. So we decided that now we would like to try again. We, we would like to have another child. And so we went through probably about six to nine months, and nothing was happening. And I was starting to get back into that thing where, okay, is, is God around? Is this, you know, is God going to show up? And the boys have a Bible, and we were looking through it, and Isaiah 66, 9 said, I will not cause pain without allowing something new to be born of it. So, lo and behold, I got pregnant again. And so we went to our first doctor's appointment. They always do an ultrasound. And when they did an ultrasound, she went, <gasps> and I turned and looked at the screen, and I about fell off the table because there wasn't one baby, there were two babies. And so I started freaking out again. And so just like, it's going to be okay. I was like, well, now we have childcare times two. Now we're old and I don't know what we're going to do because, I mean, I'm 35. I'm like, I can't handle two babies. He's like, it will be fine. He, he's the calm one in these situations. And so um, because of what I'd been going through before, I went to the doctor a lot more often. But she was very adamant that it wasn't going to happen again. This was some kind of like fluke and it would be okay. 
Well, during the summer, it started showing up again. And with twins, there wasn't much they could do, she told me. So then, you know, that it comes creeping back into your mind. So Shelby County went to school later this year. And so we started um, the 1st of September. So I went to school for two days and then I had a doctor's appointment. And she checked and she's like, you're not going back to school. And I was like, I, I, I have to, you know, I, I can't be off until January, you know, waiting for things. She's like, no, you have to, I was like, but I don't have enough days, you know, and she's like, you, you can't go back to work. You have, you have to stay on bed rest. So then I started freaking out again, pattern here. Um, but once again, my school family came through and they took care of my day. So I didn't have to worry about being off for, um, from September to February. So we started at that time taking it one week at a time. Okay, we got to 23 weeks. That's great. Okay, now we got to 24 weeks. And then by 33 weeks, I was done. And I was like, they can come anytime they want to. But um, I ended up being induced on December 16th. And if you hear screams from over there, okay, which they're going to... Um, our babies, Cash and Harper, are over there. They were six pounds and a half at birth. Um, they were large healthy. twins. They were. They were very large. But um, they're here. They're healthy. And it's just a reminder of when people pray and your village comes through and that's God in that, that, that God will take over and you just need to be still and wait.